Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Thought Card Podcast. I am your host, Danielle Desir, and I am here with my beloved, Kyle. And this episode, we really wanted to focus on the differences between Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida, and Universal Studios. So welcome to the show, babe. Thank you. Thank you. You excited to be on? Yeah, of course. All right. So this is actually one of the episodes that you actually came up with this idea. And I thought it was a a fantastic idea to talk about the differences between Universal and Disney World. So which one do you want to start with first? Um, I mean, maybe we should do like a because they they both have similar like pros and cons. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, And they're not really. I don't know. I I don't know if people would feel like I don't know if people would feel like they like the kind of the same, but like I feel like they're very different in terms of what they're trying to entertain you with, you know? Right, right. Like what's the agenda? What's the focus? So, okay. So, just to give you some context listeners, we planned a a weekend in Orlando, and during that time we decided to do two Disney parks. And since we really haven't focused on Universal before in any of our previous trips in the past, we said, "Okay, let's just do one park yeah. in Universal." But we did discover that there are many parks in Universal. Yeah, it's it's hard to compare because we have only done Universal once. Exactly. Like we've done every at this point we've done every Disney park. Right. And in this episode, just to give you guys like some uh, you know, just let you know, like these are our opinions, <laughs> yeah. and like take it with a grain of salt. Of course, um, we're just sharing our perspectives, and we thought it would be just fun to to kind of share that with you guys. So, in terms of Disney, like I really like, I really enjoyed Ep- Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna say, it. I know, I know. So uh, my running joke is that I say <laughs> Epicot, and it's not epicot it's epcot for some reason she adds i don't know i have my own little language but but i i really loved epcot and i loved it that it's so immersive like you are literally walking to different countries and some of the countries i've been to like the uk but other countries i hadn't been to like japan which is massive and we spent a lot of time in Japan, but also China, Morocco, like each of these areas had a very unique, unique feel. It made you feel like you were transported to a destination. Being, being at these places before, like an actual, like you've actually been to some of these places. Would you say it's accurate? Like the infrastructure, like how it looks and all that? Yeah, I would say yes. Like, I would say yes. Like, for example, when you first walk into Epcot, you are in Canada and then you go to the UK and in the UK you have like, you know, the tea stations and you have like the Irish pub. The Irish pub is very traditional. Like that's I've been to Dublin and Ireland twice. So I would say yes. Um, But the thing that I loved, especially being a travel enthusiast, is that it just inspires you to travel and see more of the world. Yeah. Like Japan is couldn't be any more higher on my travel wish list than it is right now. It's so authentic too. Like, like I don't even know. Like it, it confuses me because part of me wants to be like, all right, they're just acting. Do you know what I mean? Like these actors act- are good yeah, actors. They're, they're really good actors. Like because you hear if you hear anything about visiting Japan, you understand the amount of respect that you you should have for the country and they have for you. 
for visiting. Like they're so nice. They like Japan's one of the nicest places Honorable, to yes. visit on earth period mm-hmm. from from what people tell me. Right. And like every like everybody in like the that shop that was in the shops and in the restaurants were just so respectful. They were bowing. They were like it was just like so I I was just I didn't know if it was actually authentic or were they just very good actors and actresses but I okay think- but preface this babe like he does have this like thing where he doesn't believe that people are as nice as they really are sort of you know it's not even that i don't believe that people are as nice as like they really are it's just i don't know i guess it's just a bad mentality it's like you're a little skeptical you know <laughs> i'm like it's like no, conspiracy babe. it's like what are you up to and this is uh, this actually plays the fact that when we walked into disney we had already purchased tickets and we were just like registering them or we'll call yeah. we'll calling them we were yeah basically i ordered them online we were just basically getting the pass to go th- like through the park yes and and the guy up front was like you know oh i'm gonna give you some more magic or whatever i'm like i don't know what that means it's like lo and behold to, yeah i have no idea what you're talking about and <laughs> he did the whole what's it called the park hopper option he gave us a free yeah. park hopper so basically the park hopper means is that you can go to any of the four big parks. So you have Animal Kingdom, Epcot, or aka Epicot, <laughs> Magic Kingdom, and Hollywood Studios. You could go to each of those in that one day or in the next day because he gave it for both days. Because we, we did two days, two day tickets. Meaning yes, you yes, could go so, to, yes. You could schedule it throughout the week and on those two days you could go to whatever park you want, basically. Right. So pretty much when we walked in to, you know, get our passes, he gave us a free park hopper two day pass, which for us would have cost us $70 out of pocket. So that was a huge gift. And that gave us the ability to visit more than one park on one day. So Epcot was our first, it was actually my first time there. And we had redone Animal Kingdom again because we kind of rushed it last time. So it was just, I just thought like that was a beautiful gift to have for free. And it really made us go out of our comfort zones and, you know, go out and see more. Because we were tired. Like, at the end of the day, we were like, we'll just go home. Yeah, no. But we got this. It helps you push through. Exactly. you like, you know, we got this free gift. We have to, like, use it. Exactly. If we don't use it, then it's just, like, a, it's just a waste. So, and also, that to that point, is that Animal King, you know, for just Disney in general, like, the staff does go above and beyond. Yes. And... I we like- we can't guarantee that everybody's gonna get a magic, you know, the magic free pass that we got, but that literally set our trip up for success because we felt like, wow, this was an amazing. I mean, seventy dollars is is like close to half the ticket, more than yeah. half. You know, like it's 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 a lot of money to spend. I don't know if it was random, if it was like, like do they just often give it out like that? It's just it's. That's why that's why I was like so skeptical. And it's funny because like we walked up to the the counter and I was on the phone talking to my grandparents. So I I couldn't even smile. I didn't even smile at this dude like he didn't even see me. So he was just really just basing it off of you. And I charmed him. Yeah, I charmed him. DK. No, kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, but so, so that to us was just 
very, very nice. It was very courteous of them. And that speaks to our experience in Japan because in Japan, in Epcot, we decided to have dinner at uh, Tokyo Dining and we decided to have sushi and it was really good. Like the food was really good and fresh. Surprisingly good. Surprisingly good. Because usually amusement park foods aren't really anything to be bragged about bragged like the about. funnel cake is great but yeah, but, I yeah. Mean, it's amusement park exactly you know? cotton candy and popcorn yeah. but it was like it was actually i i personally enjoyed it i'm not like a foodie or anything i could eat anything though so like it was it wasn't like bad like you don't go into these amusement parks thinking that like oh this is gonna be a delicious meal you know you don't really care about the food but here i actually enjoy the food a lot yeah, it was it was so good. Uh, we had sushi. We also had this like mint ice cream there. Yeah, the green tea. The green tea, yeah, ice, green cream. tea ice cream. It was really good. And the service, our, our waiters, like they were bowing and they were just. I swear, I think they hire these guys and they say you have to smile, like like because anywhere you go in Disney. There was like maybe one. There was one. Yeah, there was maybe one rude employee that we didn't. We and encountered. it was just yeah, but like. That's it's so rare to see, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it throws you off to see that. That's how rare it is. Like you could see disgruntled employees anywhere in the United States, but in Disney, it's very rare to see. Like they all look happy to be there. Yes. And I really like that in each of the destinations, Epcot, mm-hmm. that the the people who were helping you and serving you felt like locals i think that they were locals like in japan you had you know japanese as if they they hired somebody from another country right 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 so that was really authentic in germany Mm -hmm. you know there were german there were german people there who were serving you know the beer and things like that so disney does a very good job at making everything like seem like that's something we talked about is when we're in disney we we feel like each park is different like each each section of the park is different it's cut off from everything else so you could like if you're in germany you feel like you're only in germany and you don't you don't feel like you're in another country until you legit get to that next walk spot. past you know yeah I mean? walk past the area yeah yeah that was i mean that was amazing and that's the props that i give disney is that it really immerses you because even if you're in let's say animal kingdom if you're in africa you feel mm-hmm. like everything around you is, you know, African or Asian, you know. So they do a really good job with really making you feel immersed in the region that you're in. Yeah. I can't say that same thing for Universal. For Universal? No. No, it's, cause, it's because, like, Universal, you could legit see, like, you see the men in black, and then you look, like, you turn your head a little bit, and you'll see... Simpson. Simpsons like like that and I don't know if it's I noticed that like you don't feel like you you don't feel that you're in one area for too long Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and I just think it it's just how they operate like Disney's kind of more of a we want you to stay at this spot for as long as you can see all the details that we put into it and then move on whereas Universal's like like fast pace, you know. But also, Universal has, let's say, one ride based off of their productions. But each ride is based off of like a movie or yes, show. each ride is based off of a movie or show, and it's different because in in Disney, you're really immersed in a region, and within that region, there are several things to do. 
Okay. Like, for example, in Animal Kingdom, where we were in the Asia region, you had the, you had multiple rides there. Mm -hmm. And they touch on different parts. Like, one of them was like, you're in Nepal and the Himalayas. And then the other one, you're like rafting. So it's a little bit different. Yeah. Other than the Avatar ride, nothing was really movie themed. I feel like. Yes. And this brings us back to another point with Universal is that if you don't watch these movies, you won't have context to know what these rides are really about. Yeah. I don't think you need to know what the rides are really about, but you you won't have that extra like oomph oomph to go through the line of, you know, whatever time you have to wait. Like, for example, when we were going through the Harry Potter stuff. Like you, that you saw how long the line was, and you didn't because you're not like you never seen the movies, so you you were like, I'm not into Harry Potter enough to like go through invest. the line, yeah, invest this time to wait to go on this ride. But here's the pro: the pro for Universal. Now we went to Universal in August, the heat of August, which we'll talk about weather in a little bit. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but in terms of you know. I think I'm losing my train of thought. <laughs> in terms of what? In terms of what was your frame of thought? This is what happens. This is what happens when we when you record at yeah. the end of the day. What was your frame of thought? I don't remember. It was something about Universal. It was something positive. Oh, oh, oh! I think I was talking about in terms of like. It's like, I do think that you do need to have the context for some of these movies so that you could, you know, really dive into it. Because a lot of, like, for example, Simpson, you don't necessarily need to know, you know, have watched a show. But Men in Black, it's good to have, you know, understanding of generally what Men in Black is. And also, for example, like the Fast and Furious ride, like, which... Let's just dive into Fast and Furious. You really want to talk about that? Just avoid it. It was bad. Yeah. It was really. I personally thought it was bad. It was. I thought it was pretty horrible. Just you know avoid why? it. It's because. It's because. I don't even know why. I just really don't like it. I don't like Fast and Furious in general. No, here's here's why I don't like Fast and Furious. Number one, there are a lot of rides in Universal where it's it's 4D, so you're sitting in a you know, a seat and you're moving or or a bus or whatever, you're moving around and the visuals really help you dive into the experience. And then you have like this, the movement of the chair that kind of like amplifies that. Now for Fast and Furious, the graphics just were... Well, it's the visuals. The visuals were At first they started with actual people. They started with the actual actors, like... The Rock. Walking you through, yeah, The Rock, Vin Diesel other people i can't ludicrous, name ludicrous. Yeah, ludicrous ludicrous they're walking you through the ride and out of nowhere it becomes a video game kind of yeah like it literally like a looks bad like, video game, like mortal like kombat bad, 1990 uh, like video, mortal yeah, kombat yeah, yeah. right yeah like a bad video game like you, i feel more immersed playing grand theft auto you know what i mean than on this ride exactly so i just felt like it was a or ride call of duty <laughs> that you didn't need to be on you know what i mean yes I mean, I don't even like Fast and Furious in the first place. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, the thing that I think back to my original frame of thought is that the rides were actually pretty quick. Like, most of the rides that we went on literally were between 5, 10, 15 minutes. So when we went to Harry Potter and we were looking at 45 minutes, we were already, like, turned off of it. We were like, oh, this is so long. Mind you, 
45 minutes is not a long time because the difference between what we had in Universal and Disney, the lines of Disney were excruciatingly long. If we had to keep a a point system, that definitely goes to Universal. Yes. That their lines are more, uh, they're fast. They're faster. So fast. And maybe, maybe it's just the day we went, but like, Disney's lines are r- ridiculous sometimes. Like two hours to get on Avatar. That's obvious because everybody yes. rushes to that. But then even when it's two hours to get on Avatar, it's an hour to get on another Avatar ride. It's an hour to get on the Rapids. It's an hour to get on that uh roll. I forget the roller coaster's name, but it's an hour to get on that. So it's like yeah, everything so, is just packed. Time con- is very yeah. it's very time consuming at Disney compared to Universal. We just really like sped through most of the lines and that kind of like spoils you a little bit because you know when you're starting to get tired and the lines are getting longer and longer you're like you know what maybe i'll just like skip out on this which is exactly what we decided to do yeah honestly though but to be fair we we've been like to epcot um we've been epcot twice this trip animal kingdom and Hollywood, Hollywood Studios. Studios yep. So we were like theme parked out at this point. Yes, like we were exhausted. You know, we went out <laughs> the night before. You know what I mean? Like we we didn't give Universal like the shot that we really should have probably given it. But th- all right, I'm I'm just gonna be completely honest. I felt like they kept trying to take my money when I was in Universal. Hashtag money grab. Like I felt I legit, and I don't usually even care like about you know what I mean. Yeah. You know me. I'm not. The types of person to like, you know. So I'm really so if so just this. to kind of give you guys context, like I'm the frugal person. I'm like, <laughs> look, keeping tabs, and Babe's more like, yeah, it doesn't really matter. I'm more, I'm a little more loose. With yeah, it, you, you are. Know? You are. And I noticed that like that's it a problem. Was, it's, just, it's it's annoying. Can you give an example? For example, here's the biggest example. We go there, and usually, so how Disney operates is if you have a backpack on you, you'll put the backpack either in the ride or in a cubby near the ride you know what i mean somewhere near period free but in universal they give you these small lockers that are free but granted like if you have a backpack on you that you're carrying it's not gonna stuff, work is there's there's it's you're gonna have to like we somehow f- fit everything in that's because Danielle well, like yeah, put in the work. Because the, but you also wanted to give up. No, I wanted to give up but like somebody who's gonna give up has to pay three dollars to get the bigger size storage unit for your backpack and there's lots of rides that have that yeah there's there's a few rides that have that so it's like they're like hey we also want you to ride these these rides but we want your money to ride these rides. it's like you know what i mean i know it's, it's like i felt like i was holding on to my wallet for dear life at universal the, you know, and then yeah. also universal didn't offer a fast pass option like oh, you had to pay for man. that that they two. offered fast pass options for I was about to. They they offer fast pass options for stuff like Fast and the Furious because they know trash. it's trash. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you're not gonna like this, so you could have a fast pass for this. No, but if you wanted to have a fast pass and buy the fast pass, it was seventy dollars. Yeah, I thought it was sixty. Oh, I sixty, yeah, sixty. Si- regardless, yeah, sixty seven, which is yeah, it's it's more than ticket, half a ticket, like, meaning. Each ticket needs a fast pass. Okay, and if you want to compare this apples to apples with Disney, you do get 
three fast pass options with your Disney yeah, for ticket free. for free. So you can pick three rides or three attractions where you could use the fast pass built in. So you don't have to pay extra for that. Compared to Universal, if you want to have a fast pass option, you have to pay for that. And from my, from my understanding, what somebody told me is if you use the three, if you use all three Disney fast passes, you could re up for more. Mm-hmm. But you have to use them all first. Right. And then like you, you can re-up for this, another three. Unlock this. Yeah, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get to didn't do get that, there, so we yeah. can't. So don't quote me on this. But that's, from my understanding, what can happen. Whereas this, you could, for Universal, you could get $60. You could spend 60 or $70, however, the, whatever the cost is, for three fast passes or express passes, is what mm-hmm. they call. And then you spend, you could spend even more to get unlimited. But let's, the tickets, the, the tickets, tickets are, are so expensive, expensive as, it, as is. it is. Yeah. So it's like you're basically getting it's money two t- it's so much it's money. money it's so much money. It's personally, it's not worth it. It's especially not worth it considering the longest the, the lines longest are line was 45, 45 minutes. minutes. Yeah. So have a little patience and you'll be able to get everything done. Like we could have gotten everything done if we really wanted to. Yeah. If we were more fresh. Yeah. If we were. Yeah. If we had more energy in us. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about. Um, Harry Potter Worlds. That was the most impressive thing that I had to say that was in Universal. Because the way that it was, was set immersive. up, the way it was set up, you thought you were walking into a gift shop almost. I, I thought I was, I don't know. Listen, people, I had, a, <laughs> I had some drinks in me at this time. So I was confused. But <laughs> as I was walking, as I was walking in, I thought we were just walking into a gift shop because it's like a hole in the wall, literally. Yeah, it's a, literally it's a, hole a hole in the wall. In the wall literally. So I walk in, and it's a whole. I mean, there was gift. There was like fifteen gift, gift shops, shops in there, all overpriced. But it was a whole nother like world behind that, and that's the type of immersion that I wish Universal had more of. Because you don't now. You're not in Universal now. You're in wherever. I don't know. The too created much of Harry world. Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever you're, you're in Harry Potter world now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You you can't see anything else. Yes. Other than you know yes. what I mean, you yes. can't see, you can't look to your left or to your right and see Men in Black. Yeah, you can't look. That's what they they need more. I wish they had more of that because you just feel like it makes you want to search. You know, and it it's not wanna... a building like when we were talking about the Men in Black side by side with Simpson. It's because these are massive buildings side by side to each other, and within the buildings, these are where the rides are. Yeah, but in Harry Potter world, it's literally like you are immersed you can look left and right top down bottom side right whatever you're still in harry potter world like you can't see anything else besides it which is what disney has and which we love so yeah disney has a lot of that yes but like they did a very good job with harry potter world yes that was fantastic they did a very good job and i'm not even like the biggest harry potter fan and i'm like yo this is we were, this yeah, is, we were blown, we were good. blown away. Yeah. We were blown away. Um, but I would also say that Harry Potter Worlds has a lot of shops. So bring your pocketbooks, mm-hmm. my friends, because everything there costs a lot of money. You can also get, you know, butterbeer, which, uh, <laughs> we had a chance to order and, uh, babe could share more about that. The butterbeer was good. It was so sweet. It was sweet. Yeah. I've heard people it say that. It did remind too. me of, um, root beer. Root beer. But sweeter but version, way sweeter. Yeah, it, it was, was very, very sweet. sweet. So we only could finish like half of it. Yeah, I couldn't. We could, but we just got done eating and yes, drinking. Yes, that's so. true. That's true. But it was just, it was too, it was too much for me. 
Yeah. And it was really cool, but there were just like so many shops. And I was saying that, you know, when you walk into a shop, think of what you would want to pay for something and multiply that by three times four or maybe three or four times. That's how much it costs. Yeah. Like stuff animals are like $30 to 20, 20 to $30. So the only thing we were kind of surprised need. was, was the wand. Yeah. I thought the wand was going to be expensive. Anything custom is usually expensive. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you want to like custom this or custom that, it's usually going to be upwards of like, I feel like almost a hundred dollars or more. Right. Because you're. It's your own thing. Yes. But the wands were about like $50, $55. So it was like, I think he said $55 for your own mm-hmm. personal thing. Right. And then 70 for like collections. Or yeah. We like decided that. not to do it. Of course. <laughs> I mean, what am I going to do with a wand? Yes. Jay yes. is just going to eat it. Yeah. Our dog Jay is going to eat it. Yeah. But, but yeah, so I, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed Harry Potter World. I thought it was one of the best parts of Universal Studios. There was a ride there, but we decided not to uh, go on it. So we were just burnt out at that point. Yeah, but definitely, definitely recommend, you know, riding on all the rides minus the, (laughs) minus the fast. Man. Yeah, that really, that really took us out of our element. Because uh, that was just, it was awful. But um, did you have a favorite one at Universal that you really liked? The ride? Yeah. Anyone that you really preferred? The Mummy was pretty good. The Mummy was... That was pretty good. That was amazing. I actually love, and I, I don't think I've ever had this in other, like, other places like Six Flags or anything like that, when the rides go backwards... Yeah. That, I love that. Well, this is, well, all right, spoilers if you don't, I mean, I don't know who cares about spoilers for rides, but the ride actually tricks you into thinking that it's over. No, it's you're not. you're really spoiling it, babe. You're spoiling it. Well, I said spoilers. <laughs> if you enter this talk, this is it is. This fault. is a very, this is a very, like, yeah, we're just yeah, sharing everything fault. with you. Yeah. So... It was so good. Yeah, it was, it was pretty so good. good. Yeah. Okay, like, so I, thought, this is what I legit thought the ride was over. Like, exactly. Oh, was fast. So literally, like you know, in the ride, and you have a great, amazing time. They put you backwards and all that stuff out there, and then they stop and they're like, "Okay, yeah, thanks for coming. This is a great ride." And then all of a sudden, it just like changes back, and then you're just like swept into back into like this whole crazy yeah, soul you're snatching. Back into the ride. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. It was good. Fast though. It was very fast. It was fast. It was really two fast. Two minutes, maybe. It was really, really fast. I felt like I felt like it was two minutes. Yeah, it was. I, I really which enjoyed explains that. which explains why the lines are moving so quickly. And Universal's their rides is like they actually pack a lot of people into each of the rides. Each of the rides. Yeah. Okay, I feel like sometimes Disney is like there's not. I, I don't know. It just takes longer to go through Disney. I think. It's, the I lines, think it's just more people. More people are just going to Disney, maybe. I, I think if, all right, if you're for, like, family, Disney for sure. Young family. Yeah. Or just old family, doesn't matter. Young family. Specifically young family, Disney. I mean, both of them have things for the young young people. But I feel like Disney is more catered to, f- like, family experiences because you, you could see your kids with the characters. Yeah. You could, like, there's just so much... I feel like there's so much more to do than just go on rides with Disney. Whereas in Universal, like there's, I'm, there, I'm sure there's a lot more to do, but than what we did. Yes. But I feel like we were more focused on the rides than yes. the actual yes. experience. Because in Universal, you can also do parades. I saw yeah. that. There were also like sing alongs and there were 4D shows like Shrek. So Shrek is another one, which I was like, I, I like enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. it, but the. 
the the 3D was the 3D old. the visual was just however it holds up it's blurry. a good story yes that the storyline is, is good but again it's like the visual was a little bit like yeah but it's I think that's for me older I think there was an older it's an older it's an older ride maybe yeah so did you have a favorite in Disney a favorite ride that's easy which it's one? easily flight of passage oh that, that was, was good that was really good um okay so flight of passage is the avatar we waited two hours there's a bonus episode that you guys can check out uh for sure um and i would say for me one of my favorite at disney animal kingdom was the dinosaur ride you really like i ride. really liked I that dinosaur ride. Your it ride. ride it was like it was it was the thing I like about some of these rides is that you have no expectation and then they blow you away. Yeah. But just to put the, it in context, yeah. we got off of the rapids in Disney. Okay, I was gonna say that. Yeah. I was gonna say that. Like the expectations. With high expectations. High, so this is the problem. Like when you have no expectations, you can get blown away. But I had gone to Animal Kingdom last summer, and when you first walk in the park, one of the things I saw was the raft, the rafting ride. So I already was like, oh my gosh, that looks so fun. So I was so amped up to go this year to go on the rafting ride, which was a letdown. Like, it was a big wet there's like two splashes, maybe. It was, it was not, it was, it was not good. It was over and we're like, huh? It was, yeah, and then the problem rides. was like, like the line was like sixty five minutes, like, and I was like, if I would have waited an hour, we had a flash pass for that. But if I would have waited for an hour, I would be so upset, like I'd be very disappointed. Yeah, I'd be pretty pissed too. Yeah. So whereas the dinosaur, the dinosaur, we were like, uh, we had to wait like thirty minutes to get like, twenty five minutes. We didn't want to wait. We didn't yeah, want to go. We were in line constantly contemplating. Like I don't know. If you turn into like when oh, you're in line and you keep Disney. turning the Disney issues. Yeah, when you're in line and you keep turning a corner and you see more lines, it's like the most disheartening thing in the world because you're like, oh my That's god, that's Disney just... for you. Like you literally online, <sighs> yeah. they they hide the corners and behind the corner you can't see nothing. I always say that there's levels, so it's like <laughs> when you're outside in the heat, this is like this level is, one. This is level one. This is actually level the hardest sub level. Level zero. <laughs> this is the hardest level because you're in the heat. You're just no sweaty, fans. no fans, no no air. This is Florida. There's no wind, <laughs> you know? So Then so you start going like, inside. You're like starting to contemplate like I could really be sitting down and just eating or something like that. I, I don't have to be standing you're, in this you're line. You're a big fat fatty. I know. I know. The first thing I thought about was food. But you, you know, you start contemplating. But then it's like stage two gets better because you're in AC now. You're like, oh, you know what? I could probably last. I could probably do this. And then you turn the corner to stage three and you realize, oh, there's more lines. It's there's like, so there's many so, more lines. Yeah, they trick you. There's so many more lines behind the And you're actual... so committed you can't even go back now. Yeah, if you're at stage three and you give up, you just wasted 30 minutes of your time. You have to commit to it. So this dinosaur ride, we were sitting in line constantly. Like I would be like, "Do you want to go?" She'd be like, "No." no. And then five minutes later, she'd be like, "Do you want to go?" I'm like, "Only if you want to go." And she'd be like, oh, "No." <laughs> so it's like we committed like 25 minutes. And every Disney, on well, and every Disney and Universal ride has like a pre-show, you know? Yes. Where yes. they give you instructions. Yes. Like literal instructions, where you have to be like, you know, no. No hands up, no flash photography, whatever, right? And then also, like, 
the the cinema instructions like go get the dinosaur or whatever yes you know what I mean? yes 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 so the mission the this mission process and it's like it's actual old ride it's an older ride just and here's to, how you can tell it was a road ride. ride. Yeah, yeah, just to date the ride. I, I'm I don't know the actress's name, unfortunately. The Cosby, but the the mother from the Bill Cosby show, Tuxable. Yeah, she was like, she was hosting young. the ride. She, was, she young. was super young. Yeah. So just just to date that ride. So when when we saw that in the pre-show, I think we both looked at each other like, like, "What oh, is this? this is gonna be? Gonna so be I know." We just spent thirty minutes, and we're about to go on like a tour of like. The wackest ride ever. <laughs> this is not good. Little did we know. Little did we know. We hop on the ride, and as soon as the ride happens, I won't spoil anything. Um, but it's, more. Yeah, I won't spoil anything more <laughs> before I get in trouble. But as the when the ride happens, it's actually like it actually is real. It's it's fun. It's yeah, like, it's actually like it was also so fun. It's a fast moving ride. It's right. not necessarily a slow ride. Yes. So it was actually those dinosaurs were scary. Good. Yeah. How did you like Soren? Soren. Oh yeah. yes. So I would say Soren was really was another another one that I felt like it really made me want to travel even more. Like I love to have experiences where you feel like, wow, like I can go and do this. Like yeah. I can go and see this one day, and one day doesn't have to be like super far out in the in the future, you know. So I like Soren a lot. It was really good. It was good. Yeah. Can you give like for people who don't know what Soren's about? So Soren, you basically, um, what is that when you're in when you're gliding in the air like that? Yeah. I don't know what that is. It's something that I would never do in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Only at Disney. Yeah. So you they basically it's a simulation ride, and they put you on this. Um, they put you on this. Like, I don't know what it's even calling it, but basically you go and they lift you up and it's a big screen in front of you and you just and go through soaring. the motions and yeah, you're, you're soaring, soaring. Yeah, through basically the whole globe. Yeah, like Great Wall of China. The Great Wall of China, the, you go into um, Eiffel Tower. the Eiffel Tower, pyramids in Egypt, mm-hmm. you're going like everywhere. Yeah. And it's, I, I personally thought that I definitely have to get a fast pass for you for that. Cause I thought you would like that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was also another, another experience. I was like, you know what? This definitely opens up my eyes and opens up my appetite to travel even more. Those so. type of rides are like a new experience for amusement parks. Yeah. Like they don't, they don't like, we made a joke saying that they, they're just saving money doing this cause they don't have to build. The actual roller coaster, the track, and yeah, things like just that. Put you in a box or something like that. Lift you in the air and move it all around. Yeah, like it reminds me of. Um, I'm going way off base, but it reminds me of the Instagram video I showed you of the guy and his daughter. He puts his daughter in his uh. In the, oh, in the basket. In the basket. Yes, yeah, and, and they're doing. Her yes, around. exactly. It's exactly like that. That's exactly. basically what they're doing to us. No, that was yeah. But it works. Yeah, Soren was really you feel, good. You feel like you're on a roller coaster. And again, I think with Disney, it's not all about like, you know, the thrill. It's an experience. It's an experience. experience. It opens you up to different things. And, Mm -hmm. you know, even though you're in Orlando, you're you're riding, you know, camels in in Morocco and you're and you're really immersed in all these different places. These like wishless places, which is really, really cool. So Yeah, it's just you just kinda dive into another world it exactly le- it legit feels 
like Disney is its own country at mm-hmm, some point. Mm-hmm. It has its own highway. It's like exactly you know, transports it's so down. separated from everywhere else. Where you, I, and I'm pretty sure they're smart. They did that on purpose, so you don't feel like, so you don't feel like you're anywhere else other than where they want you to feel like you are. Yeah. So the title of this episode is really like Disney versus Universal. So what is your verdict? I, it's unfair for Universal because we've done everything with Disney. Mm-hmm. We would have to do everything with Universal to have a a, a fair verdict. But like Shout out to Universal. To, if you guys want to give us comp tickets, we're all for it. <laughs> yeah, let's make this even game, you know? Yeah. No, but I would say, I would say, like you said, it is unfair to to say one versus the other. Um, but I enjoyed both. I enjoyed yeah. I enjoyed both. Both give you something unique and different and makes you appreciate what the other one does or doesn't have. Yeah. I'll put it like this. If you're here in Orlando for two days, right? Go to Universal. Go have fun. It's an amusement park, basically. You know, it's less like I feel like if you're here for the long for a week with your family, do more Disney. Do more Disney. Disney could fill now, in your time. However, that that'll be more expensive. Yeah. But I honestly think it's like worth the experience. At and, least once. And this is the thing, you know, although this podcast and we are financially savvy travelers, we talk about this all the time is that there comes a point when you're spending money on travel and it's about the experience and the value that you're getting for that experience. And for me, I could see why families spend so long saving up to have a Disney Disney vacation because it's such a unique experience. Yeah. You can't put a price on on a memory. The memories yeah. that you that you have here. You know, so yes, it is expensive and again, like a lot of expensive places, spend less time there mm-hmm. so you could go like we said one or two days and you could pick the parks that, you know, you're really enthusiastic about. And we've been here like this is our third time. This is our yeah. third time, you know. Definitely here. do your research. There's definitely yes. ways to cut corners, though. Yes, there's there. definitely ways to cut corners. But I mean, if you if you have a big family, God bless you. Good luck. Because <laughs> that's when it gets. That's when it gets. That's hectic. when it gets really, yeah. really pricey. But again, like last time, we stayed at resorts that were closer to Disney, so you just spend less to get there, and like there are a lot of pros to more convenience bros which is usually more expensive like if you're going for the cheaper option like say like say for example if you're staying not at the disney resorts you'll have to probably rent a car and and do certain things and pay for parking or get an uber that's gonna cost you like 30 30, you know 20 30 bucks so there the the costs definitely add up but that's not not to say that it's not worth it i would say talk about the uber for universal no, we're not going to talk, yeah, about, we're not that. Gonna talk about that. It's <laughs> awful. Yes. So, yeah, our verdict. Our, so, do we give a verdict? I'd say, like, just in general. Yeah, like Universal versus Disney. I just have too much experience with Disney to yeah. not pick Disney. Disney, I feel like I'm I'm in another. It makes me feel like a kid, you know. And you're like in another, just in another place. You're not even in Florida at this point. You're in somewhere else. 
Yeah, I would say Disney is absolutely amazing and they put a lot of thought and effort into not only the attractions, but also making sure that, you know, all of the staff make you feel wonderful. And uh, if you're a Harry Potter fan, definitely Universal. Oh, if you're Harry Potter, yeah. You have to go check, at least just for that alone. Yes. You'd be impressed. You'd freak out. So I would say, honestly, I would say do both. Do both. Yeah, do both. Do both, but understand that they're both different in their own ways. Exactly. They both there's have special things. There's good things about both of them, and there's bad things about both of them. Yes. But at the end of the day, it's like, I didn't have, I didn't, I wasn't bored at all. Like, yeah. I wasn't bored at any of the parks, except for Fast Fears. <laughs> I wasn't bored at, at, that was the only thing I was bored at, and that was it. They were both amazing parks. Um. And they're both very different from the parks that we have locally at home in Connecticut. Yeah. Like, very different. Well, yeah, there's so much more. To, they better be different. I know. Like, Spending all this money. <laughs> all that money. I know. They better be. They also cost double the price for those parks. But they're both of them have great experiences. Both of them have good shows and great fun rides. And un, a lot of people kind of, like, don't like the food, but I feel like the food was good. And the uni- food was good. And Universal was like really good too. Little yeah, Matt. Universal. We went to this. Uh, we went to this uh, seafood grill spot, and it was, it was very really good. good. Yeah. And the service, and the service was really was, good. Yeah, the service was very, very good. Yeah, it was expensive though, but yeah, that's just the story. <laughs> of this, yeah, it was. It was fantastic. So I think that wraps up this episode. As we said before, these are our own perspectives on. Universal and Disney. We loved both of them. We had a really great time on this trip. Both had good things and both had things that maybe need some improvement or we would love to see more of. But the common thing with both is that they had more good than bad. Yes, they both had more good they than had bad. Way more good than bad. And I'm really happy that I had a chance to go to Universal for sure. Mm-hmm. Because like just being able to have that Harry Potter world experience was really fantastic. So thanks guys for listening and uh, stay tuned for more episodes coming soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Peace.